Welcome back. Hello, hello. How's it going? Going good. Going good. How's your day been? Um, to be frank, it has been a shithole. <laughs> it has not been a great day for me here in Delaware. Um, I do feel like at this point, like normally we record in the afternoon. So normally we record around 1 p.m. my time, which is 11 a.m. your time. It is 9.43 here in Delaware. So this is not our normal schedule, but I still did want to be consistent and get us on here for a recording. But it's definitely been, you know, a different, a difficult day. Well, last week when we were talking after the show, we talked a little bit about how our bodies respond to different things that happen in our life. How's your body feel today? Is there anything going on at all or are you doing pretty good? I mean, I've noticed actually, that's really interesting that you asked that because the last couple of days, my ankle, the one that I broke uh, almost a year ago has been pretty swollen the last couple of days. And I haven't really done anything like different in my routine, anything that's really been out of the blue. So it has been a little weird. Like I've had a lot of pain in my ankle. So, you know what, that is really interesting. Thanks for bringing that up. But, um, you know, besides that, I feel like, you know, I just have not been sleeping well the past couple of days, but that's pretty normal for the full moon. For me, I, I always feel like I have restless sleeper on the full moon and this being such a powerful full moon and it being a full moon in Libra, which is like all about balance. I do feel like it's calling attention to areas of my life that need that balance or need that attention right now. So do you have like typical spots in your body when, when there's stress like me, it goes anytime I have stress, we used to think that I had a really bad back. I do have a bad back from chiropractic, but when I do get really stressed out, my back just seems to want to go out. And then that's when I realize what's going on. My next thing is, is my feet get really cold. And then mm. I realize that I've got to back off and I've got to start doing something different or calm down. So I'm shaking right now, which we've talked about in previous podcasts where I get anxiety or I go into my survival response. I get really bad shakes. And that's really from the epinephrine and the adrenaline in my body preparing me to survive or, you know, go on the attack, fight, flight, freeze, appease. And I do feel like I've had that all day. So, yeah, it's been interesting. But my back for sure is where I get a lot of tension and stress. I also have scoliosis. And so I have back pain to begin with. So I feel like I have a high tolerance for pain. Um, you know, and so when you, you know, mentioned your back, I just kind of made a quick physical account of my body. And I kind of laughed. I don't know if you saw it, but I laughed a little bit because I was like, oh my gosh, I kind of forgot how bad my back hurts all the time. And then when you mentioned it, I was like, yeah, you know what? My, my back does hurt, but I kind of just don't pay attention to it because there's too many other things going on. You've mentioned two things. You've mentioned the, the actual physical pain that you have, but you've also you've mentioned a disturbance in your sleep. Is is that typical or is that, again, that's something that's driven by a trauma brain or a stress brain or an anxiety brain? Um, I would say, yes, it is driven by a trauma or a stress or an anxiety brain, but also sp specifically that events that are happening in the last couple of days have been... They've been really triggering and it was more of a shock 
because of the space that I'm in, the environment that I, I'm in right now really gives off, you know, like a safe vibe. But that is just not what I've experienced in the last couple of days. And it's been extremely triggering to have to, you know, question, do I confront this situation? Do I kind of let go to appease for the better of everyone or you know there's just so many different ways this this situation could go and I feel like I did what I always do which is run away um I just kind of peaced out and left so yeah that's interesting because I have the mo of run 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 and my my run is usually to California. That's where I want to go because it's warm and it's comfortable to me and it's home to me. So I understand that and and I accept it now. I didn't used to accept it. So I hope that you find a place with inside your soul or whatever you want to call it to accept that that's okay because you're protecting yourself. Right. No, and thank you for saying that, but I'm also not just protecting me, but I'm protecting my child and the specific environment and situations that have transpired over the last few days has been extremely difficult because I've almost been backed into a corner. And I I was watching the Hunger Games or the Mockingjay movie the other day and they're, um, you know, talking about trying to like flush out the rebels from the capital, if you've seen it. And, um, you know, they say, how do you get um, a pack of wolves out of their den? You either fight your way in or you force them to come out or you lock them in. And it was kind of like that situation where it was like, I was backed into a corner. It was like, do I let them walk me into this situation or do I fight my way out? And I didn't feel like the best thing to do would be to, quote, fight. Um, so I kind of just ran away because I didn't want to bring more conflict into this situation. God, I'm being so cryptic and I like don't know how to explain it. Um, Stay yeah. cryptic. Stay cryptic. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just like a lot of things have happened in the couple of days that have been triggering and it really just felt like I was pushed into a corner that I, you know, I did not agree to it. I did not agree to be gaslighted. I did not agree for my child to be gaslighted. And, um, it's been extremely difficult to navigate this situation because it's people I love and people I care about. So, you know, I kind of just did what I thought would be the, the right decision, which was flight, you know, and I've talked about previously that I'm not a flight person. You know, I was maybe in the past, but I've really become fight. Like I am not afraid of conflict. I spent so many years hiding from the way people treated me and, you know, and just trying to 
be okay and accept that I didn't have to like confront this situation that I could forgive and forget, you know, and move on. I don't have to go to that person and try and convince them that what they did was wrong because you're not going to, you're not always going to get that. Sometimes people will, you know, go through their own healing or their own, you know, journey, their path, and they realize that they've made mistakes, but you can't force someone to realize they've made a mistake. So I think I've tried to like, just take the, I know, I, I guess I kind of thought it was like, quote, the high road where it's like, you know what, let them be idiots. <laughs> let them, you know, sit in their toxicity. I don't need to do that. I can continue to move on. I can leave these people. And that is true. You can do that. But then there's also situations where like, I feel like my higher power is presenting me with this situation to to kind of lead me on my path. And it's like, are you, are you going to confront this situation or are you going to continue to kind of just forgive and forget? And I feel like I'm at a crossroads where it's like, if I confront this situation, then I'm on a path for that. And that is what my higher power wants for me. But if I kind of just, you know, like forgive and I let go and I release this situation and kind of sweep it under the rug, then like, that's okay too, because that is healthy. You know, you don't have to go to that person and force them to apologize. You know, so I feel like I'm at this crossroads where it's like, you can take the hard way and you continue to make paths and make waves and make a difference, or you can take the little bit easier road and you can still make waves and still make paths but it's not going to be the same. So I've kind of just been going back and forth all day. Do I say something or do I just let it go? And it's really, really tough situation to be in. And it's kind of, you know, like we said, this is like really late and not on a normal schedule. And, you know, we might not even put this out, but it was just like, let's talk about it. Let's kind of figure this out for, for me, you know, just kind of, cause we've joked, this is a therapy session. So. Well, I, I think look at it this way too. And, and, and now change your brain. Cause it's coming from me. I think you kind of manifested some of this stuff and I'm not talking about the negative stuff, but the stuff you try, you've been trying this week to empower yourself to something that you're not used to and that you want to change. And I think it happened, but you just may not have the tools and the resources yet to figure it out, but you have enough tools and resources that you know that you and your son needed to have a decision made. So you made the best decision for the two of you respect and honor that you don't have to, but I say respect and honor it. Yeah, no, I, I love that you said you manifested this situation because even though it is, you know, we could say a quote negative situation, but it's like, I really do believe that everything happens for a reason. And some people could be listening and they kind of just scoff at that. Like, okay, this negative thing, this trauma, this abuse happened to me and you're telling me it was for a reason. Okay. Obviously you've never experienced this level of abuse for sure. You know what that I have had that thought. I don't know so many times. And I think everyone can kind of relate to that thought where it's like, 
do you really think that this pain is for a reason? And I do. Like, I really believe in my core, in my soul, that no matter what, there is something to be learned from every situation, from every trauma that we are presented with. And I love that you say that I manifested it because I manifested a cool ass job, guys. <laughs> I'm so excited. Literally, okay. I spent what three to four months in Utah applying for six to seven jobs a week and going to two to three interviews every week. And some of them were in person and some of them were online via Zoom. And I could not find a freaking job. Could not find a freaking job. I completely manifested this job, okay? They do not even have a now hiring sign in their window. They're not even looking for new people, but I just found them and I was like, listen, this is my path. I want to work for you. Like, I just know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And they were like, come in for an interview. And I went in and it was just so validating because one of the first words they said to me, and this is like a psychic, okay? She has thousands of followers and this is like a crystal magic shop. One of the first things she said to me was, you are powerful. You are an empath, I can tell for sure. And this is a woman who has given readings to celebrities like if that is what you're looking for to validate what she's saying she has given so many readings and she has just this aura around her and it was so validating to hear this powerful woman who I just already admire so much to say that to me especially when there are so many people who in, in Utah have just been doubting who I am my entire life you know, it was like, I knew I had this gift. I knew I had this ability and no one saw it. And this woman in the first 10 seconds of meeting me knew exactly I was supposed to be there. And her and the other lady who were interviewing me kind of joked and they were like, we said we weren't going to hire anyone. We said we were not going to hire anyone on the spot. You're hired. We'll see you next week. You know, it was just so magical. And I told them, I was like, listen, I manifested this. And they were like, no doubt, girl, this is your journey. You know, like they didn't doubt it at all, you know, and it was so surprising to me because people I love and care about, you know, I'm like, I manifested this. I'm going to do this. And they're like, "Mm -hmm, okay, you know, and it's like, no, really, like, I can do this. You know, you don't have to believe in me, but I know I can do this. And this woman never, she doesn't know anything about me. She doesn't know I'm a single parent. You know, any of these things, immediately she sees the light in me that so many people have been overlooking my entire life. So it was like, yeah, I did manifest this job. Maybe I did manifest this, you know, again, quote, negative or bad situation but it's also because I know that whatever it is it's preparing me for what I can do in the future you know there's just so many lessons that could be learned but like today I chose kind of just to sit in my humanness and not in my you know higher level not in my like conscious spirit mind I kind of just chose to be a human today and sit in my ego and just be angry, you know, because I have a valid right to be angry. As a human, I have the right to feel whatever I want, whenever I want to. 
no one gets to tell you what you can feel. No one gets to tell you if it's right, when you can feel that. That's up to you. No one can diminish that in you. Yeah, and I think, I think too, with you being in that situation where you are now, and again, call me out, you, you look at the run part of it as something negative or you were thinking, you know, you were letting that creep in, but you didn't see that the stay part because of the thing that's happened with this new job and this new position, it wasn't run far. It was just, I'm going to remove myself from this situation. I'm going to make sure that everybody's safe. I'm going to recheck in with me. I'm going to recheck in with the universe. The universe can throw some stuff at us that, you know, are curveballs, and we're going to see how far we're going to take that curveball. We're going to hit it out of the park, or we're going to pop it up. Baseball people. <laughs> My therapist just—we were talking last week, and I said, you know, I feel so bad that I spent almost a year and a half in my bedroom because I couldn't get out of the house. I couldn't get out of my room. I couldn't do anything. And she said, Donnie, that was you protecting yourself and healing. There was nothing wrong with what you did. That is what you needed to do. You need to honor yourself and you need to give yourself kudos for, for that because that's the healing that you needed to stay on this earth. And so I just, I just tell you that because I think that your decision today, it, it, I, don't, I don't know if you're thinking it's negative and it's hard because we're not in the same room. I can read you better when you're in the room, but I don't want you to, for, uh, you can do whatever you want, but I'm just, I'm getting all weird about saying, <laughs> I, I don't want you to take it as a negative, but, but take it the way you want to, yeah. but don't, don't live in that spot too long because you've worked too hard to get where you are now. And it's okay. It's not even a setback. It's just something that happened and you're going to figure out how to deal with it. You're just not going to deal with it the way that you might want to today. That's okay. Yes. I love that. I love that because the more I sit here, the more I realize that like it's 100% okay to just take a step back, you know? And I feel like that's what I'm doing instead of just feeling like I have to just like immediately fire off a response or just know what to do it's like okay I'm just kind of kind of think this through and like I said I'm gonna allow myself to be human because we are human we are human for a reason and we have our bodies for a reason so I love that you said how is your body doing I feel like that was an inspired question because our bodies recognize so much and what's that book the body keeps the score i only got like one chapter and then i was like no this is not the time i started reading it a few months ago but it's it's like it's okay that you have to take a step back and i realized thank you for saying that because gosh i've just been kind of like beating myself up like dang it i ran away from the situation again you know but i feel like it's almost like a joke that I'm telling myself or I'm like poking fun at myself, like, Oh, you, you ran away again. Or, um, you know, there's a meme that's like, if you, if you're toxic or, or it's like, I'm loyal and I'll love you. But if you're toxic, I'll cut a bitch out, you know? And I'm always joking. Cause I'm like, yes, bitch, that's me. Like if you are toxic and you're abusive, I will cut the cord. I will sniff you out in 2.5 seconds will not regret it and i feel like some people have been trying to like poke at me for that being like that's too that's too much you know you should give people 
a 50th chance. You don't know what they're going through. And it's like, no, I don't know what they're going through, but I know what they did to me. And I know that I gave them a second, third, fourth, umpteenth chance. And I don't need to give them another one because I set boundaries for crossing those boundaries, you know, et cetera. So I love, love that you said at the beginning of this, how is your bodily hand? How is your body handling this? And it's okay that I get to take a break and kind of just give myself the time to decide how I want to handle this. You know, I don't have to handle it immediately. I'm allowed to just be human and be like, fuck it. I'm not even going to think about it. You know what? I'm just going to take the fucking day off. And that's okay too. If you want to take two days off, you do you. If you need more time than that, you know, like, you know who you are, you know how to, you know, gauge whether or not you need more time or not. I feel like already today I have done so much internal thinking. And I think that's what I do is I like have a situation. And then as soon as I'm out of the situation, I'm like, bam, 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 bam. And my brain just like goes through all these thoughts. And I like already wrote down, like, if I were to confront this person, I guess it's more of a when, when I confront this person, this is kind of, you know, the points that I'd like to get across. And I like that, um, I wrote it down because I'm a very emotional person. So I um, can, you know, I'm emotional. You know, when I'm saying something, my emotions, I will cry. Or if I'm angry, like I, you can see it on my face because I'm a redhead. So I just naturally have like a disposition for, you know, the blood in my face to just really be prevalent, you know? So it's really obvious when I'm feeling an emotion, like it is on my face. It's really hard for me to hide it. And that has been like a pro and a con for my entire life because people can see what I'm feeling, whether or not I want them to. And I've learned now that's just like, okay, I'm not going to hide who I am. I'm not going to pretend like I'm not feeling this way. And it's become almost empowering because it's like, I don't have to hide what I'm feeling, you know, and I'm not going to. You can tell already, I'm not going to beat around the bush. This is who I am. This is how I feel. And I'm not going to let you diminish that or make me hide myself anymore, which is kind of where this is situation's been so it's been super triggering because it's like taking me back to so many different situations growing up where I've had to hide or keep secrets or just not be honest about abuse and it's not okay you know it's just not okay to ask anyone a child or to blame a child or an adult or anyone for you know a situation that is completely out of their control yeah. And the, I think if, when, when people listen to this, for one thing, you didn't have to make the zoom call tonight. You didn't have to set this up. You could have just said, okay, let's, we can still put off another day. Everything's okay. But you chose to at least make yourself vulnerable because you know that you you can help other people by showing what it's like to go through this experience. Um, you've, you've made choices that some of us weren't taught when we were younger and some of us weren't taught when we we're older. I even asked my therapist today, I'm like, what, why didn't I learn that? And she's just like, that's just some things we just don't learn things. And so it, you don't have to have a trauma brain when it comes to these feelings of wanting to fight, wanting to not show your emotions, no way to hide your emotions, but you find a way to live within this world 
And again, I'm going to keep saying it to make the people around you safe, whoever that might be. And then when you turn inward and you say, I'm going to make sure that number one and number two or number one and 1.2 are going to be okay. And then we'll work it out later on. Because like you said, you don't have to make that decision today. You don't have to fix it today. It will not resolve itself, but you will find a way to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish as long as you don't get in your way because nobody can get in your way. I get in my way. Nobody gets in my way. I can run them over. Yes, get in my way. No, and I feel like, <laughs> yeah, it's like when I feel like I get uh, super motivated when I see injustice or I'm treated like crap, you know, because it's almost, if it's just me beating up on me, then it's like, probably true you know but if it's someone else being like you can't do this you're never gonna amount to this it's like bitch I'm gonna prove you wrong you know so it's like yeah get in my way (laughs) get in my way and I will prove you wrong I will show you what I am capable of and that's that's the right attitude and you know I when I talked to my therapist today I, I talked to her about you and stuff and she's like What's your body feeling right now? What's going on? What's wrong? And I said, I can't fix it for her. I love her to death. I think of her as one of my daughters and I can't fix it for her and I shouldn't fix it for her. So I'm glad you're far away because I could jump on. (laughs) I, I I would actually bring you down because I would talk negative and we've had a lot of hours in between. Yeah. And and that's just me. I just, I, I roll that way. And so by allowing this to happen the way that it has, you've helped me. And the reason why I asked you that question first off is because I need to know that other people have body issues and I'm not talking about weight and I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about stress and pain and discomfort because your brain is saying you're not safe. And then you have to figure out how to be safe. So your body doesn't break on you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and it was like, as soon as I realized this morning that this had become, you know, it just had, it had gone down a different path than I had wanted it to. And as soon as I realized that it was my body immediately started shaking and it was like, you know, I went into fight or flight mode. Like I literally started packing up everything. Um, The car was cleaned and loaded and 15 minutes, you know, like I packed a lunch, I got the food, everything that we needed to do was done. And that was my body protecting me. And it was giving me that adrenaline, that energy and that focus that I needed, you know, but I also had, you know, when I'm trying to text or when I'm making phone calls, my hands are shaking nonstop, uncontrollably. And it's, it's like PTSD. Like it is a trigger to have, even if it's like, I, I am saying even if it's just a situation like this and it's not a life or death situation, but both are valid. Both are traumatic. Both are abusive situations, no matter what like level it is or on the spectrum of abuse or trauma or whatever. It's no matter anytime you, if you have experienced trauma and then you do really go through a life or death situation where you need that shoot of adrenaline to save your life, you immediately go into PTSD. Like you have no control over it. Your brain immediately recalls all of the situations you've had to have adrenaline before. And you're not like conscious of this. You don't immediately have all these flashbacks of everything, but your brain does. And your brain says, okay, 
you know, the last time I felt this, this happened. The last time I felt this, I was hurt. The last time I felt this, A, B, and C. And so your body immediately starts running through all of these steps. And you don't know what's going on. And I, I did not even, like, take account of my body for hours after. I mean, I was driving for a few hours. I had to go into the store. I had to get gas. I had to make sure Duke was fed, you know, all of these things. And it wasn't until I like sat down and thought about it that I realized I was like in a shock, you know, that I had been for the last few hours in a shock situation, trying to just, you know, go through it, trying to experience or what's the word? Survive survive yeah just understand everything well i i think you said a few weeks ago you said something about i I think it was you that our bodies at times does they don't it doesn't know the difference between whether it's a life or death situation or if it's something that we can handle right now especially if we've lived in a trauma brain or we've lived in that flight or fight response for so long and that you have to retrain your body for that. So I think back to our conversations today, you did a really, really good job of communicating to me that, you know, things aren't okay, but things are okay. Um, you know, we talked on the phone, we, we texted, I knew you were safe. So really you were able to think outside of yourself too and not be selfish as people would say, even though I think you need to be selfish and I'm not saying selfless, but taking care of yourself. And so I keep hitting the mic. I, I, uh, I think that's, that's a training, something that I need to work on. And I, and I, and I thank you for going through this. Cause you, you've taught me that we do need to sit back and just say, oh, okay, I know it's been a few hours and now I can sit back. I need to just feel my body. I need to know what's going on. Where am I at? Am I safe? Is everything okay? Okay. Maybe I overreacted. No, maybe I underreacted. Okay. It doesn't matter where I'm at right now. Okay. All my fingers, all my toes, I'm breathing. The car safe, my baby's safe. All right. Now let's fix this situation. If it can be fixed and if it can't, then let's, let's figure it out, but let's, let's just figure it out. But for right now, I'm going to make sure I'm safe and I'm going to make sure my baby's safe. Absolutely. And that's definitely, you know, what I did. I made sure that no matter what was going on, that we, Duke was in a safe situation that he had a safe environment and that he you know he feels left he doesn't understand (laughs) you know I've just made this you know I tell him what he needs to know you know I give him the information that he needs so he doesn't feel like he's in the dark or so he doesn't feel confused you know I communicate with him as much as is necessary but I don't say anything to him that doesn't need to be said you know so I, I thank you so much for again bringing that up because it is it's hard, you know, and sometimes people who have not experienced, you know, the trauma or just any of the experiences that we have, it's hard for them to really understand and empathize and put themselves in our shoes where they're like, well, why didn't you do this? Or why did you do this? You know, and they, it, we can be viewed as selfish in situations like this, but you know what, that's valid. If, you know, if someone else thinks you're selfish for making sure that you're alive today and tomorrow, then let them think you're selfish, you know, yeah. because I think that's just fine. Yeah, I, I agree. And nobody knows our situations. We don't know their situations. You said something, um, and I just had a brain fart, but it, it, it's not saying like, 
we're better or worse than somebody else. But again, no. the, the reason why we're together right now is to be able to talk these things out to feel like there is somebody's going to call us on our bullshit or somebody that's going to love us in our bullshit and that yes. they'll understand enough to say, okay, right now I'm with you on this. I'm right here. But also what happens if it, if it lingers on for too long, I expect Hannah Duke to say, Hey, Helvy, now you're, you got a chip on your shoulder. Y you need to get that off of your shoulder, you know? And so, yeah. I, and I, and I was trying to figure out, you know, our relationship when I was talking to my therapist today and I, and I think that's it. I think we have that, that common ground, um, that we know that we can, we can talk to each other the way that we need to talk to each other, or we can just come and just say, I need a sounding board, but you don't have to say, I need a sounding board. You just start talking and we just, we just go with it. Literally. That is what tonight is like before we start recording. I was like, listen, I don't know if we're going to be ending up using this, but you know, let's record. If we want to use it, great. If we don't want to use it, that's okay. At least we're here just, you know, together talking it through, figuring out the situation, you know, taking advantage of that positive, healthy sounding board. And I think it's really good for people to hear this conversation that we just had. I think it's been a very, very good conversation because no matter what, it's helped me and I'm going to be selfish. I want help because I want to live my best life. Not the greatest yes. life, just, just my best life. Yeah. And yeah. that doesn't mean I have to be happy all the time. It doesn't mean I have to be like my old self where I can't get angry. I, I need to let my anger out sometimes. I just don't have to let it out the way that I would before. You know, I'm a passive aggressive person, mostly passive. I want that assertiveness, but I'm not going to learn until I watch other people and I learn from them and their experiences. Absolutely. You know, and I want to highlight the fact that being vulnerable is one of the hardest things you can do as a human being. And I think it's very common for us to forget how much strength and courage and bravery it takes to detail trauma and to relive it, you know, because even though we're just talking about this and I am being cryptic, you know, I'm still partly reliving the situation that I've gone through and being triggered, you know, I am reliving those past traumatic moments and we are not being vulnerable. So we get attention or so we get followers or so people are listening to our podcasts, you know, really the only thing that we ever set out to do is be positive and to learn from each other and to grow and to heal. You know, if nobody listens to that, I think I could speak for both of us. We would be okay. If it's just me and you listening and recording every week, that is okay because we get to be vulnerable, which is so so difficult. And I know if you're listening to this and you have ever been vulnerable, you know exactly how we feel. But if you have not had the chance to be vulnerable or you've wanted to be vulnerable, but you didn't feel like it was a safe space, you are so valid. I know that this is not an easy world. And especially with the time and the culture that we live in, it is very common for hard things to be talked about behind closed doors. And what Helvi and I want to do is let you know that no matter what you're going through, you do not have to suffer behind a closed door. 
you can come talk to us. You can speak about this no matter where you're at. You can be vulnerable. You can draw on that courage that we both know you have inside you and you can heal and you can bloom. So no matter what you're going through, where you're at, be happy. Mm-hmm.